Season 1, Episode 11 of Gupshop Pod. I'm your host, Tejas, and you can follow me at My Life Isn't TV. It's a fun, reminiscent episode today where I talk to my friend RD, who lives in Chennai. Be sure to follow his personal Instagram page and check out his food posts for World Cuisine and follow his fitness journey. We talk about a lot of different things, and it's a light episode. I really hope you enjoy. Hey, what's up? Wow, very nice. Hello. How are you, brother? Good, good, man. Good to see you. How's everything? No, just got my vaccine. Yet. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. How are you feeling? Uh, so I have a bit of a headache. Well, you know, hopefully, let me know how you feel as we go on. Um, happy yeah. to, yeah. But uh, first or second dose? Uh, the first one. Okay. All right. It's not the second one is a little bit more difficult, but uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, it's having it's having three Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. How have you been? Been good. Yeah. Surviving. Yeah, that's good. Are you are you with your family? You're in Chennai right now. Yep. Yep. That's good to hear. I uh yeah. I I gotta say I have to commend you on your fitness journey since when you first told me about it. It's the it's very evident. So I'm very it's very nice to see. And I have been following on social media too. There's Thanks a lot of good workouts that I'm adding to my repertoire when I start to after like. Um, rehabilitation for my knee, I can start doing those again. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Yeah. So with the lockdown coming in, it's to have a physical and mental transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. an important so, way of looking at it. It's an important way of yeah. looking at it. So physically, I'm about like 20 kilos. Mm-hmm. And uh, around 14 to 15 inches of waist. Wow. That's, that's insane. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> commend you for it. it's very it's it's thank very you, important to see it's very important to see i did nothing i did nothing this past year and a half so it's, it's you nice. look, <laughs> i have height with me right that's why it's easier <laughs> yeah. is that has that been something that you've been thinking about doing this for a while and you had this journey in mind is that something that you would say has like been one of the better moments of the last 12 months or since the pandemic started definitely yes yeah, uh, because I think I always look at what sort of negative scenarios. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, that, thank God that I'm able to sit at home, not go to work every day. Yeah. Uh, but then at home, I don't want to waste time. Mm-hmm. So initial three months, I had to get used to the routine, sweeping, mopping. Share. <laughs> You know, we, we had like staff in the house to do all that. Right. So when we stop all of them, so I need to do all that. Yeah. <laughs> so to be honest, that actually started my very close progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, just doing that, I started losing three kilos in a month. Started using my uh, friend's uh, gym to start working out, like okay. uh, one hour a day. Nice. Uh, but then I didn't want to risk going outside. I mean, it's just like five minutes, two minutes walk from my house, mm-hmm. my neighbor's gym. But then I didn't want to risk it. So I set up my own gym at home. Mm-hmm. So which gave me flexibility of working when I want to. Yeah. So I work out five hours a day. So three in the morning and two in the evening. I love it, but insane. Like that's so much. <laughs> I mean, so much. Like, wow. That's a lot. So, yeah, and then if I feel that I overeaten for dinner, I work out between 12 and 2 in the night as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I didn't follow any crash diets, nothing. I just followed calorie deficiency. Yes. 
So I try and track the intake and then how much I work out. That's it. Yes. The basics, the core tenants. I was going to ask, how, how has it been in India with the new lockdown in place? I know that things have been very tough for my sister. And... Well, yeah, Tamil Nadu is still worse because in grocery stores are shut down. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I pre-planned everything and I stocked up the groceries and everything. Yeah. And, and luckily we have an association which helps us procuring vegetables and uh, fruits. That's good. So once in three days, we get it door delivered or we go pick it up from a local point. Okay, that's good. Like, and you're, still, uh, you're still with your what? family and everything, right? You mentioned yeah. earlier. So it's good. Yeah. How, how are your parents doing? Is everyone healthy and everyone safe? Yeah, uh, healthy and safe, yes, but very much frustrated that they cannot travel. Yes, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, because one. for us, travel and socializing was a big part of our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, at least last wave was not this bad. And we did have visitors once in a month, like two or three people. Yeah. But not more than that. I mean, I was really happy that you know, Ujwala could come home for lunch one day, like in December. Uh, so, and, and it's not like everybody we invite home. There's very few select people we invite home mm -hmm. uh, during the pandemic. I mean, yeah. otherwise the house is open every day for everybody to come in and have a meal with us. Yeah. 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 So, it, uh, I mean, my mom is okay because she's a bit more reserved, but my, my dad misses his socializing. Mm. Uh, on the flip side, he's bought over a thousand books in the last one year and he's finished reading all those thousand books. The mental transformation I was talking about is that I have started reading now in this lockdown. Okay. All right. I never read. I mean, I, I read like business journals and all that, but not fiction, non-fiction, nothing like that. Yeah. My dad has a massive library of like 7,000 books. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So, so started reading and it was quite shocking for him because in 33 years, I have not touched this library. <laughs> so he was like really happy that I started reading. That's funny. Uh, yeah. But so when I get time, I, I try and finish a book or two. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are you reading now? Uh, I'm reading about the Sundarbans. Okay. Okay. I just finished the Amesh Tripathi's uh, Shiva trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's okay. It's really good, but you need to start reading between the lines to actually understand that book. I see. It is just not. It's just not a mythological adventure, but it has a lot of sense to it. Interesting. Okay. I mean, at least I perceive it. Yeah. Interesting. I'll add that to my reading list because. Uh... I've, I've been recommended this trilogy before, so I was like, okay, but it seems like a lot, you know, so now that you've yeah. all, I think I'll add that too. Okay. Well, I, I finished the three books in four days. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 was sick, I was sick for the last 10 days. I had a food poisoning episode. Oh, so yeah. I, was, I was in my room all 10 days, so I, just, I didn't have anything else to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I said, okay, let me finish uh, those books I kept pending. You know, that year that we met uh, in 2019, when I had the surgery, I was in bed, like I was recovering from the ACL and I read so many books that year and I was, it was insane as to how many books I had read. And even then I didn't even come close to touching a thousand. So like fair play to your dad for that one. It's... Uh, and, and he's still buying books. Like today, 15 books came and I don't even know how they delivered during the lockdown, but he's <laughs> gotten 15 books today. I'm like, dad, you're crazy, dad. And the best part is he remembers every book he reads, like to the point. Yeah. So he can quote from any book in his library. 
I was gonna say like what I love about when I when I first met you and your dedication towards something when you set your mind to something you go out and you do it and there's nothing that stops you from doing it like you don't let and I, I find that very valuable do you remember when we first met yep at uh, New Jersey that's right because uh, you do love travel as well and travel is such an important component of our like socializing lives so yeah it was yeah. in new jersey just randomly through your dad's friend and my dad's friend although uncle i mean he's also cool to hang out with like he, yeah yeah he he's able to yeah. relate with us i think houston now yes that's right yeah he moved to houston i mean also why would you want to be in new jersey it's like so cold here like during a majority of the year i, I wouldn't, you know. uh, yeah i think that's the day i met your dad and rani as well that's right. Yeah, you also met Ronnie too. Yeah. Um, so funny thing about Ronnie is that I thought it was Ronnie, R-O-N-Y, but my mom kept telling me no, Raul is Ronnie. So until I came up, came across her Instagram page, I was always thinking it was R-O-N-Y. <laughs> uh, so my mom was like, no, Raul, they call it Ronnie. I could hear it. I said, okay, mom, let me check. But then yeah, it was turned out to be Ronnie. Uh, yeah, I, I love your dedication to your to your work and to the goals that you set. Once you set that goal, I remember you were telling me about, um, and I know that with the pandemic, like the way that work has shifted, especially in the food and business field that you and I both have interest in. How has that been for you, like with the pandemic? Has it shifted like your work mindset more? Or do you still have that along with your fitness journey that you've kind of been? Uh, so my, my, my main business is construction. That's right. Yes. Uh, and it's a labor-intensive uh, industry. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I was fortunate to do one project last year, mm -hmm. but that's against because of compulsion of my client that he wanted it done last year. I see. So okay. it was like it was like an interior project. So mm -hmm. it was like a month. But I never went to the site. It was all video teleconferencing with my supervisors. Mm -hmm. You know, PPE kits, masks, and all that. But unfortunately, in the construction industry, that's, those don't work because of the heat in India yeah you you end up touching your face i mean wearing a mask becomes more uh, dangerous because they start sweating mm. and the hand goes to the face more often mm -hmm. uh, so i made a made a point that i'll pay their salaries and all that for for like a year i mean it's been 14 months since i paid the salaries all all months have been covered mm -hmm. uh, i don't want them to work uh, because i mean yes uh, they, they they still need to work but then i told them let, let be as an advance for you guys so you mm -hmm. come work for me when we start things after the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so again, so we thought March, the pandemic is over in India. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't want to do anything because I knew it was going to come back. Yeah. But uh, another client, she was, she, they live in London and they wanted to renovate their 50-year-old villa in, in, in Chennai. Okay. And they said, Raul, we're coming down in July, Raul, so please get the work done before that. I said, ma'am, no way you're going to come in July to India. I'm telling you that now. She's like, no, 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 we are coming. We booked the tickets and all that. So again, we had to start to work on that villa. And then unfortunately, two of my supervisors went down with COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, but luckily, they're fine now. They recovered. So I had to shut down that operations. Yeah. And luckily, the Tamil Nadu government has extended the lockdown again. So mm -hmm. now I don't have to work. I mean, because I don't want to put laborers at risk. Of course. Because I need to uh, so now I'm brainstorming on a future business where uh, it'll not be affected by any pandemics. Mm. A business which will give me more support. Yeah. 
Yeah. So because even our food industry, like the restaurants in Bangalore, like which my cousin looks into, mm-hmm. we we are tough times because they'll open up this week, they shut down next week. So every time we open the industry, the restaurants, we have a we incur a cost. Yeah. And then paying the salaries for everybody, no, it is quite tough. It, it, yeah. it is a big loss for us, but then we had to stick on to it. Mm-hmm. No, of course. My cousin came up with a good idea, saying that he's going to convert a couple of restaurants into supermarkets. because supermarkets are required with the pandemic so he converted two three into supermarkets nice. so which was a good move uh, but i told him like let's reduce our losses like shut down couple of the branches and then let's restart again sure but uh, ironically we had four openings in pune last one year so mm-hmm. they opened four branches in pune okay uh, which is i mean which was all uh, franchise units yeah uh, so the locals they wanted to set it up and then we set it up for them and Four thing one is shut down now, mm-hmm. but three are still running in Pune. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. To, to be honest, Ardi, there's really no business which is recession proof or pandemic proof, but there are some that are less pandemic proof than others. I do agree. Yeah. What what you said that you knew that it was coming back when things opened up in March of this year in 2021. What did you see? And I was talking to Uj about this as well because she was like, "Yeah, I know that this is coming back." Even Ishwar, right? He's like. people are acting like it's gone away and it hasn't what did you see in tamil nadu or while you were you know in bangalore or chennai uh, i mean i haven't left chennai in the last 14 months so i haven't mm. been to bangalore yet uh, okay. but the thing is uh, it people never learn from their mistakes if you look back at history people mm. never learn from mistakes right and then you don't learn from your neighbors neighboring countries or your counterparts like britain and italy where they went through a second phase second wave yeah because you opened up too early yeah i also feel that the government cannot keep controlling people every single day see mm-hmm. the government can give guidelines and it's up to you to safeguard your life and and those of your family yes it's a simple rule right like when when somebody enforces you to wear a helmet or a seat belt mm-hmm. so you own safety they don't get any pressure by enforcing it on you yeah right but on a in a pandemic like this wearing a mask they have to enforce because you don't this is just not your life it's others lives also at risk now mm-hmm. uh, and i think people should understand that themselves mm. but the worst part is it's educated youngsters who keep making this mistake again and again that's a good point yeah like uh, in in march i think i got a, I, i got a uh, off i got an invitation for a pub opening in chennai mm-hmm. i said i would decline to the sonas i'm not coming no way i'm going to come Yeah. So one of my friends goes and he puts up a video with hundred people jam packed in a small room mm. with no mask, no social distancing, air conditioned. Yeah. You know this pandemic will not get over for next ten years. It's going to be a, it's going to be like a common flu. Yeah. You know unless we vaccinated, it's not going to end. At least we cannot live a normal life. So mm-hmm. okay, yes, it is constraining to be in your room all day long in your house. I understand. Mm-hmm. But then. you cannot go out and risk your family because of this one event yeah and this is this one event that i have come to know of like there are so many other events like weddings mm-hmm. you know like it's it's not necessary right now i mean yes you get married go to the station office get the formalities done yeah and go back home don't have a hangama don't have like you know 50 60 because you're hurting your loved ones yeah so i was telling mom like yesterday that mom even if i get married the coming year before october november it is going to me and the girl going to the station office do the formalities sure even you and dad and the girl's dad and mom cannot come mm-hmm. it's going to be simple as that 
and then we'll have a big hangama once everything clears out yeah yeah right now this is this is my rule and if the girls side that who you see agree to then yes we can even think about it if they say no we're going to have a 50 people 60 people I'm, i'm not game for it mm that's fair no i yeah. i love i love that you're no nonsense about it i did see those videos of like weddings that were being shut down at midnight by local cops but would you also any sure also told me about in goa there were people partying in like jan some this year in the videos there so yeah i i've seen that too and it made me think oh maybe they think it's all over but it's it's not because there's no, the, the problem is people most of them don't understand that we're going to have another shortage coming up soon so yeah. right now we have the shortage of oxygen and icu beds yes india as a as a country is very industrialist and it can get things done like make more oxygen make more hospitals mm-hmm. but the next shortage of medical staff like doctors and nurses nobody can replace yeah it requires so many years of training in order to get someone qualified for that for sure yeah oxygen tanks you can build more you can create more supply those are physical goods but then the human labor having that qualified people in positions of power and it's good there's there's people like you working in these fields across and it's more than just you but the way that you treat your staff as well making sure to pay them to stay away that's also important some people yeah. aren't like that rather they just like you know go and suffer and like make those sacrifices so that for me and it's just not it's not the right way to do business you know so, so the rule with my employees is that if they if i find them working for somebody else I'd, i'll stop paying them yeah So as long as they don't work and they promise to stay at home then yes i'll keep paying them the monthly salaries yeah yeah that's, otherwise uh, it's a no go for me i'm very strict about this i love that i love that that's so important that's so important you said that you don't you see this becoming a part of our future for the next 10 years more like the common cold and what it, and that's a very bold statement but i can see where you're coming from as well i don't think life will ever go back to normal until at least 5 to 10 years from now where this kind of culture is becoming more ingrained in our way of thinking sadly i don't think it's going to happen um and i've especially seeing what's been happening in india with the shortages there are you know a lot of ways that people can provide support but part of it also like you said the educated youngsters who are sacrificing their parents health and i know that you're very close to your family as well it's one of the things that yeah. when i met you all together i saw that your dad recently also you know with the with reading more and spending more time at home he had retired before if am i mistaken in saying that uh, so he retired from the police force like in 2013 mm-hmm. but then he's a chairman for a group of companies like his current position yes but i mean i don't know if my dad foresee all foresaw all this but by 2015 he made his com- entire company online okay so he doesn't from 2015 doesn't go to work like he doesn't go to office so everything mm-hmm. is on his tab so he controls his entire businesses in india through his tab i see okay yeah so even his company is made sure that everybody gets paid even if the companies don't work yeah uh so yeah so we we ensure that we are who we are because of our staff and our employees Mm-hmm. without them we cannot be who we are 100%. i mean it's they they work for a salary but we get the profits mm-hmm. so it's always been them for me first yeah uh, be it from my you know the household maid or to my ceo who it is they work hard for who we are now yeah 100% 100% yeah. nice it's refreshing to have this kind of line of thinking because i 
I see what's happening in the States with a lot of people, especially in the fast food industry, mm -hmm. saying, oh, you know, we can't hire people. And it's just like, well, because you guys suck to work for, that's why. And there's nothing else about it. So, but again, I know. Uh, and you had also mentioned that travel is such a big part of our of the way that we interact. Your brother and your sister-in-law live in Italy, correct? Now, were you able were they able to come to India at any point or no? They still stayed there? Uh, well, my, my brother is more cautious than me. He's told my mom openly that he's going to come here till February 2022. 22? Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's like, Mom, I, if I want, I can lie to you saying I can, I'll be there in August 2021. <laughs> but the actual scenarios, I'll not be able to come till Feb 2022. Yeah. Italy also had a major difficulty. Oh, yeah. So I understand. Oh, they had, a, they had a major first wave. The second wave wasn't that bad. Mm hmm. Uh, but then he kept saying that uh, he's worried because it's going to be holiday season in Italy now. Yeah. So he's worried that the country is going to open up for tourists and he's afraid that numbers are going to go up again. Yeah. A very, very valid fear. Yeah. You, you had brought up that, um, you know, if you are to be, if you are going to get married in the next year, you and your partner will just go down to the courthouse. Is there anything upcoming that I know that you've been, you had mentioned that when we saw each other last in China, it must've been August, 2019. Wow. Yeah. Teen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I didn't fucking travel anymore. Uh, right. We met at Soft Toy. Yes, that's right. Yes. Good plug. It's yeah. a good restaurant. That's right. the first day I met uh, the day. Yes, that's right. And you've been able to see her a lot more recent, like a lot more yeah. often meaning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but is there anything is there anything upcoming, anyone that you've met or anyone that you've spoken to? Uh, well, well, my mom and dad are looking for me. Yeah. I mean, given the pandemic, there's no way I can meet anybody. Of course, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, my mom and dad are cool. I mean, I can marry anybody I want. They don't, I mean, my, my right, sister-in-law is right. Italian, right? Uh, so they they have a totally cool parents. Just that my dad says, you need to get married this year. Mm. I'm saying, dad, I am okay, but the girls keep saying no to me. What can I do, dad? He's like, yeah, I will find the right girl for you. Don't worry. I'm like, yeah, when it comes, when it comes, Dad. I yeah, mean, it's true. Uh, see, for me, marriage is something that will happen and it has to happen. Mm -hmm. There's no point fretting over it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but you know how Indian are, they mm -hmm. worry that, you no, know, so tomorrow I'm 34. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I finished 34 tomorrow. So they're worried about, I mean, age is a big number in India. Mm -hmm. yeah. I said, see mom I mean I was just scaling I think because for my brother they had a very tough time finding a girl for him in India mm -hmm. so I said mom probably I'll also marry an Italian mom who who will know so yeah. my mom gave me it's like one Italian is enough in the family there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, French there's Spanish Portuguese here, and that's just in Western Europe right you can also you know, you can go look at Africa and Australia, New Zealand. There's, there's the whole world, so I wouldn't worry too much yeah. about it. Unfortunately, we need to travel for all that. That's a good point. Without travel, that's nothing happening. That's a good point. That's a good point. But you, you told me like about, about your friend group in China, the people that you know that you socialize with. You know, especially growing up there and stuff. You, you obviously do know people, and you've. You've met people, both friends and stuff like that, but there's something a little bit different about that, right? Because like the culture of younger people now in India, especially in the last five to 10 years, 
socializing happens a lot more outside, you know, at bars, at clubs and things like that. So you're right, it's very difficult to be able to socialize now. You'd also mention you like to have your friends over at yours. It's a little bit safer and a more controllable environment, yeah. as opposed, especially now during the pandemic, but also being mindful of, you know, your parents uh, being more at risk, just like all of our parents are. And so that must also be difficult given the context of, as you know, you know, yourself as well as a couple other friends of mine are friends that don't drink alcohol. And so it's also a little bit difficult to socialize in that. Context, oh, yeah. Because it's other people, people our age are kind of like, well, why don't you drink? And even if for me, if I choose not to drink that, they're like, well, why is something wrong? Are you? And so if like, has that played a role when it comes to meeting, like, because meeting potential partners and stuff like that, is that a conversation you guys have? Uh, so the, the basic thing that how I look at it is like the Indian youth, mm -hmm. they've taken all the wrong things from the West mm. and they've forgotten the good things from the West. Mm. And this is not, I'm talking about people who are born and raised in India, not people who have been abroad for some of them because they understand the good in the Western culture. Yeah. So in, in India, it is like they adapt because the, the bad things are easy to adapt more than the good things from any for culture. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, the, I mean, the reason I don't drink is just I don't like to drink. That's it. I mean, yeah. there's no taboo at home or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. You in fact, in fact, all my friends come and have a drink with my dad because I don't drink and he likes company. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and he keeps saying, I mean, you don't even drink with me. I said, yeah, dad, I don't want to drink. It's simple as that. Yeah. So what happens is I get dropped out of circles since because I don't drink. Mm. Uh, mainly because people don't go out to enjoy the drink. They just go out to get drunk. Drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And so since I don't drink, they think that I'll notice everything, the stupidity they do. But you don't care. <laughs> I don't care, but so people are, how to say, they worry because I, I speak my mind. So mm. if you see something wrong, I tell them on the face, like, what are you doing is wrong. Yeah. So what happens is, so since I don't drink, like, for example, I have like 10 circle of friends. Mm -hmm. I get invited to just two. Mm. Because they are the closest to me. Yeah. The rest, because I don't drink, they don't want them seeing me in their off guard. Yeah. Uh, so, so that constricts me meeting new people. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, any anytime I travel, I tr make an effort to meet new people, keep in touch with them. Yeah, you know, like I like I like having people around me all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we're very extroverted, both of us. I felt that as well when we first met. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, and also the other other major problem I face with me in the dating scene is that I'm very upfront and on the face. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, I've, which the girls abroad are more receptive to, but the Indian girls still need a bit of flattery and white lies. Mm. Uh, so my mom says, Rahul, you cannot be this honest to a girl. I said, mom, that's who I, I mean, that's what he made me come up in life. Like yeah. honesty is the best policy. Yeah. Right. So I, I tell like any girl I meet, I tell her this, like, this, this line is, which I, I usually tell. So that there are two types of fools in romance. Mm -hmm. One is the romantic fool. Mm -hmm. And second is a fool cannot do romance. So I'm the second mm -hmm. type. So I, I, I don't know what romance is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so it's a, so being me itself is in general a big uh, task for the girls to understand me at first. Yeah. So usually since I'm up, they call me snobby and upstack because I stick to timings and principles and all that. Yeah. Uh, thing is, I don't like wasting other people's time. Yes. So I don't like people wasting my time. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there have been dates when the girl doesn't inform me she's running late. I just walked out. I mean, if I I give her ten minutes max. If not, I just walk out. At least if they had texted in advance or WhatsApp. Yes. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, everybody gets delayed, but you should have the courtesy to tell the person somebody's waiting for you too that you're getting late. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I I just walk out. I'm like, fine. So what happens is my friends are afraid to introduce me to their friends because this <laughs> side of me always come first. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> so the girl is going to live with me all my life. This is going to who I, I cannot mask myself all my life. Sure. Now, right now I can play all lovey dovey and like you know all this, but then in six months or one year it's going to come out. Mm. My true self will come out, and that's when it's going to come into the whole problem is going to start. Yeah. Well, that's so fine. I tell, I tell my mom, mom, I'm going to be who I am. If the girl likes me for who I am, fine. Otherwise, yeah. I'll just wait, mom. There's no harm in waiting. Yeah, no, of course there is, and you have to. That's what you were talking about earlier: finding the right person, the person who understands, and not only understands but appreciates all of those things. Yeah. And I, I, I know exactly what you mean because we, as a like community of Indians, have a, I would say, somewhat bad habit of showing up egregiously late and thinking that it's okay. And again, I have done it before when I was younger. I try to do it less now, but it does happen from time to time. But like you said, at least extending the minimum courtesy. Those are the basics that we ask, especially if it's someone where we're meeting one on one, or we're meeting like in a smaller group, as opposed to this is the event that's happening. Come whenever you want, right? Then it's a yeah. little bit different, uh, like that. Um, I also know that you know, I also know that you said that you don't drink, but do you remember telling me about how whenever you open up your first restaurant, you'll probably have your first drink there? Do you do you remember telling? Uh, me? Not my restaurant, my my hotel, like a star hotel. Yes, yes, that's yes. right. It was your first place. I will do that when, if God's grace, I do own one soon. Yeah. Yes, I will. It it again depends on my wife. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't want drinking, if she doesn't like drinking, then I will not probably do that. But if she's open to it, I'm also open to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Is that something? Is that part of the plan for the next five to ten years or earlier? Like, what are you planning for the next year? <laughs> it was for the last next 5 years to bring up that hotel but then the pandemic has shaken us all financially sure so right now it's gone to the back burner okay yeah, because till till december this year i don't see any of my projects coming up live mm. so i will be digging into my savings to pay my employees okay. yeah uh, i think um, the rule in the family is never take a loan to do business mm-hmm. So, so that's general policy we follow across our businesses. So we don't like taking loans, mm. and you know, to set up a stout will cost a lot of money. So yeah. I want. So I, I think it's going to be another fifteen, twenty years now. It's been pushed okay. back that long. Okay. Yeah, but let's see. Let's see. You may never know. I mean, get lucky in a new business and sell it at a profit and start something new. That's true. And I will say here in the states, at least, the construction business was one of the few that had least amount of. Uh, of losses because they were able to accomplish a lot of the projects in April and May of last year. So a lot of projects moved up in their timeline uh, because the funding had already been provided by local government and things like that. So uh, I don't know if that's going to be the case in India. We will have to see. Uh, but what are you planning for the next year then? For the next twelve months, for yourself um, or within like. If I apart from you know potentially meeting the right partner and then going to the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, that 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 is not on my mind right now. It's on my mom. Yeah, that's yeah, mine. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so 
this fitness journey they've started is a five year plan mm-hmm. so at the end of five years i want to have 4% body, body fat so nice. that's that's the goal nice uh, now last one month i mean i have have had injuries like since february march and then mm-hmm. last one one week i've been on illness yeah so yes my fitness has taken a hit but but luckily i've not put on weight nor my inches have come up so i'm happy nice uh, just said i've lost the gains because i had a shoulder and elbow injury mm-hmm. so while i was lifting like 60 kilos i went back to 2.5 kilos mm. what i built up last one year has gone back to basics mm-hmm. uh, so next at least till december i'm going to start concentrating more on uh, eating right and uh, working okay. out more okay uh, and in the meantime I mean, me and my brother are working on a technologies company so we're hoping that we'll kick start that soon nice it's it's live in italy but then we want something done in india as well mm-hmm. so it's, it's nice. based on uh, internet of things iot okay all right yeah. nice. uh, so we're looking hopefully it'll click soon uh, i mean we get projects more sure. and all that uh, and other than that yes i'm i'm helping out friends as much as i can yeah financially morally and i'm actually like four of my friends are getting trained for physical transformation under me so that kind of okay. keeps me busy that's nice that's nice yeah so i'm happy that i'm able to motivate people to have a healthier lifestyle yes well you uh, were also you were also playing badminton before all of this but this is more of like weight gain muscle gain and kind of like shedding body fat right as opposed to it's more so, cardio so so uh, so last feb i was 140 Uh-huh. Like 140 kg right yes. so that's not that's not lethargic i was moving fast all that was fine mm-hmm. uh, so to be honest i was not consciously looking at losing weight yeah i just wanted to get more fitter this mm. fit wise right yeah. uh, so uh, the thing is since my travels used to cut short on my workouts and badminton very often mm-hmm. i mean i'll work out for two months and i'm off for a month in europe or like two months in the us yeah uh, that had a big toll on my recover on my gains yeah uh, so i made a point i made a decision that okay 2020 i'm not going to go anywhere yeah right so i thought okay this is the time to start pushing more uh, so that i can get what i want to so this is basically this is the thing bow i took for me on my last birthday a year back that i'll be 40 kilos lesser 16 16 inches lesser Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm near that I've not achieved the target but then I'm happy for what I've achieved. Of course, as you should be. Progress yeah. is progress. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. Of course, but you uh, set goals for yourself and you want to achieve those goals. So that's where. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, um, the main reason I post what I do is so that people can get motivated saying that okay, if this mm-hmm. guy can do it, I can do it as well. Mhm. And and the underlying factor or found out was it's not about hard work, it's not about luck or anything. It's about consistency. yeah the more point. consistent you are the more pr- pr- progress you get mm-hmm. and it it goes for mental healthness as well mm. so uh, to be to be true to you I, i'm a very impatient guy i need things yeah. done very quickly i cannot i mean i have trouble waiting in a queue mm-hmm. <laughs> so even when i'm boarding flights i'm like the last guy to get on so yeah. everything queue free and i go in and get out fast sure and i don't i don't even like sitting in a flight because i'm impatient <laughs> but peeling onions and garlic for my cooking yeah has me learn to be more patient than any zen book can teach you in life really okay wow so especially when you peel small onion and garlic and the yeah. indian garlic is very small and uh, yes. fine in texture 
so it it does take a lot of time uh-huh. so the first thing my mom made me do like during this lockdown was start peeling them yeah and I, and i've learned a lot of patience from doing that chore mm mm it's it's like really as like really amazed at the transfer i mean i'm still impatient yes yeah. but then to what i was to what i am there's a massive difference mm-hmm. and then when you peel onions you zone out you start thinking about life and all that because you have nothing else to do yeah it's a very monotonous chore yeah monotonous routine agree so you don't get distracted because you cannot touch your phone because your hands are wet mm-hmm. so that the peeling onion also teaches us something that you you keep peeling it there's nothing inside mm right so i compare that with running behind belt mm. yes you need money to survive but then more you run the end of the day there's nothing in it yeah so you need to live life mm-hmm. agree uh, i mean to be honest like uh, we started using the house more in this mm-hmm. lockdown than the last four years since we moved to the house yeah i mean there are places which we never visited in the last four years mm-hmm. you know it was built earlier but then we never used it mm mm-hmm. but now we made sure we use every inch of this house yeah uh, i mean you you're not come home yet uh, but ujwala has I, come i promise i will soon yeah yeah uh, so so it's really nice because i was t- telling me architect saying that bro you know we built such a beautiful terrace and we start we never used it in the last 3 years 3 and a half years mm-hmm. we start finally started using this as with like a beautiful sea view you sit and enjoy yeah. the breeze so, so we do all of the walking we don't go out to the house mhm agree like you said it's about enjoying the small moments right so to speak enjoying the smaller moments that are there in your day to day yeah and also uh, i've always been into cooking i love cooking yes so this lockdown has uh, honed my culinary skills yes well your culinary skills are great even before the photos that you would post uh, of the food that you're making and you would do like different cuisines from different regions yeah that was sick yeah. i loved it i have no idea how to do half of those but i love it Yeah so I've started doing French African yeah. Japanese Korean so uh, my forte has always been southeast asian i love southeast asian food mm-hmm. but then i've started experimenting with french arabic and african cuisines as well nice what's uh, the, so uh, the of- what's the favorite dish that you made uh, for yourself or for your family rather so uh, so since i love southeast asian i like my nasi lemak mm Yeah. Uh, my rendangs, my uh, Thai curries. Banging. Uh, I I even I even made a ratatouille once like really? a couple of my friends come yep. So yeah. it's the confit uh, confit bialy the one that comes in pictures ratatouille that dish. Mhm. <laughs> and then I made a I made a African jollof rice one day. Mm. Yeah. So I keep experimenting and I try to get the same flavor with less spices and more healthier preparations mm-hmm. like i try swapping butter with olive oil and see how much of quantity we need to make that same taste yeah in fact i was experimenting in trying to do tofu out of rajma because soybeans is not that healthy oh. so three months of this lockdown went on and that but as a failure but then i enjoyed every minute doing that <laughs> good. Yeah. that's good so yeah it's it's good and i mean finally people used to tell me to start a page or a web page for my cooking yeah. so i start finally started an instagram page or just post my food i don't even write the recipes there yeah. because i'm not disciplined yet mm-hmm. but when people ask me about something i just email to them or just whatsapp it to them yeah 
which is nice. It's nice to also share that information and share journeys, share things that you like doing and hopefully other people like doing as well, or at the very least they like watching. So I, I like that. How, um, how, can, how can people engage with you if they wanna know more about the recipes or if they wanna follow your fitness journey or just follow you on personal, uh, like on your personal social media, how can they best reach out to you? Uh, so on Instagram, you can find me from, my food is called Ravella Delisu. Mm. So, so <laughs> Ravala is my family uh, Ravala is my family name. Mm -hmm. And also when you put uh, the initials together, it's RD, so it's Rahul Dev. So I just thought of something like that. Yeah. And on my fitness journey, they can either follow uh, I am RD Rad. It's a, it's a public profile. Mm -hmm. If they want to get trained or they want to talk to me about any doubts they have on fitness, mm -hmm. they can always contact me on RD Rad 28. Okay. I'll also be putting this up on there. Um, sure. And uh, last last question. Do you remember um, so my birthday last year? Ujvala had organized like a surprise kind of online call. And one of my friends, Vinay, had asked, he was like, you, you haven't talked at all this whole thing. Who are you? What's your name? Where are you from? And how do you know Tejas? And then and then the question Ujvala had asked everyone to go around the, the virtual room and ask was, what's your favorite memory of hanging out? That was, that was the reason I used that question in the podcast. Uh, but what's your favorite memory of us hanging out? It could be one of the two, I, you know. Yeah, so, I so the funny favorite. thing that day was that I couldn't see you on the screen. So I thought you never came online. So I kept quiet. <laughs> so, so when I came, so I think on Zoom, you can have like eight people. I think you're yeah. on the other side. So I couldn't see yeah. you at all. So I kept thinking, okay, when he's going to come. Uh -huh. But then I started hearing your voices. And I'm like, okay, where is he? Uh -huh. So then finally, when your video came up, I said, okay, he's here. And uh -huh. I kept quite half an hour because thinking you are not there. Uh -huh. <laughs> the funny thing is like, except for you and Ujwala, I haven't met Anishwar, I have not met anybody else. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I like, actually like, and, okay, where stage is his birthday? I thought, okay, coming back, coming in later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, uh, I think we've hung up twice so far. That, uh, so you, you told me you'll contact me when you come to India. Mm -hmm. And you did. Yeah. So that's something which, according to me, that you want this friendship to grow. See, because a lot of people will just say, okay, I'll call you or message you. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was really nice of you to say, oh, Raul, I'm coming to Chennai. Let's meet up. Yeah. So for me, this is the hierarchy in my life. Family, friends, then come work and business. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when anybody asks me to meet up, I drop everything and I try and meet up with them immediately. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a very good quality because I do that. So whenever I travel, if my friend is in town, I make sure I make it him or her for a meal. Yeah, of course. And I was going to say, you obviously know that whenever you come to New York, that the, the same, it will always be extended to you, even though yeah. I don't know when that's going to be, but you know that that's always the case. Yeah. yeah. US is such a far place. My, my first trip is going to be to Bangalore at least in the next three months. Hopefully. <laughs> I, you... Are you happy given with hindsight, are you happy that you were able to do the tour of the States? Like when we were here and we met in 2019 summer or spring going into summer, right? 2019. And then you and your family did like a big tour of a yeah. lot, you know, you guys covered so much that like I probably haven't done in, well, even before the pandemic in like a year, a year and a half. So mm -hmm. are you glad that you were able to do that? Where did you guys go when you traveled? Oh, so we basically covered the entire East and West coast. Mm -hmm. 
So we started off. I mean, we landed in Dallas. That's where my cousin lives. So in Texas, we covered Austin, Houston, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Then on the East Coast, we of course came to New York and uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then we were at uh, Maryland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And of course, we dropped to uh, the Niagara Falls. Yeah. Which unfortunately, it decided to keep. Uh, it- it was frozen over and we couldn't go near the falls it was closed <laughs> so which was a two day trip we just made it a one night stay and we came back we drove all the way there and back uh-huh. uh, and then uh, we so on the west coast we went to uh, las vegas so of course the grand canyon mm-hmm. then uh, san diego uh, san francisco and san jose nice yeah. if you uh, could give a recommendation for anyone who is planning on doing a tour of the state, like coming and going to travel all over, what recommendation would you give them? Uh, I think the US, for according to me, is too fast a country to give recommendations. Mm. See, because I, I just hit all the tourist spots being my first time in the US two years back. But if you ask about Europe, yes, I can give all the best places yeah. for you to travel. Feel free to give about US, Europe, India, whichever one you want. You are a well-versed <laughs> traveler, so I'm... Yeah. Happy to share this to everyone. Yeah, so Europe, yes. So beat Italy, beat. Uh, I mean, UK is like a second home to me. Yes. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Italy is there, Vienna, so Budapest, all those places I really like a lot. I keep going there more often. Yeah. But if you really want to see countries through my eyes, it's Southeast Asia, like mm-hmm. Singapore, Malaysia, uh, and all those countries. Mm-hmm. Because Malaysia and Singapore are like actually my second home. Like I go there more often than I go to London. <laughs> like, if I get, <laughs> yeah. So if, if I get bored, like on a Friday afternoon, I say I'm going to Malaysia for food because yeah. I love, love this hawker food in Malaysia. Mm. So I take the night flight out and then I, I, I'm in KL the next day morning. Yeah. So we have a very close family friend who's, I'm like an adopted son to them. Yeah. In fact, all the cars, the house, they have my name in the insurance. So that's how they love me. So I, I go there, I say hi to them. I take a car, drive down to Penang to uh, Georgetown. Okay. To get the best food in Georgetown. Okay. So spend a couple of uh, days there. Monday morning, take a flight out back to India. Nice. And the weekend in Malaysia is all about eating for me. <laughs> so, so, so my friends are like, Hey, you come, you don't even see us, you just eat and go sit. Yeah, that's the main purpose, man. I can see you yeah. guys on, on video call, but I cannot eat this food in yeah, India. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, but of course, I, I do I do irritate my friends saying you need to come along when I go there. So I like people around me. Yeah. No, that's uh, so and then also like and KL to Singapore is just a five hour drive. So my, my another cousin lives in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I do like a day trip to Singapore from KL. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I prefer KL to Singapore because KL is more like India. Okay. I've never been to either and that was something I was, I'm was i hoping to do at some point in the near future as well. Maybe uh, we go there together uh, or meet oh, yeah. up you and then we talk about Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, so we meet up in KL. I mean, see, in, in, in Kuala Lumpur, you don't have to worry about accommodation all that. It's on me. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we are, I mean, it's just like, it's basically like my house there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not a problem and of course anywhere like KL like all the hotels everybody know that so it's like really it's like just Chennai for me yeah that's ch- second Chennai well the first thing I would do would be to come to Chennai and spend time at your 
out yes. and say hi to your parents again and also eat some amazing food that you'll be cooking specifically. Yep. And I can also hang out and have a drink. So that'll, that'll be nice. Yep. Uh, Artie, thank you very much for joining uh, and being with us this week. I really appreciate it's it. It's a pleasure that you invited me for this. It's really nice course, to see brother. you as well. Yeah, of course. Well, great talking to you and I'll be talking to you soon, all right? Awesome, Artie. Take care, man. Merry guys to all there. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to follow RD at rdrad28 on Instagram, as well as Ravella Delicio, which you can also find in the bio. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review us on the podcast platform that you're listening to, and support the podcast by buying us a coffee.